This is 52 Gifts, and I'm Bernadette, here to tell you about my big, little project to bring more smiles to the people in my life by sending them the perfect gifts. For birthdays, anniversaries, holidays, or mainly just because, this is where I share all the details with you so you can enjoy these 52 gifts, too. Hi, and welcome to 52 Gifts. This is week 27, so gift 27, and I hope you tuned in last week for the special halfway edition of this podcast. We've made it halfway through the year, and we had a triple-sized episode for you last week, and it was interview style, so if you haven't listened, I encourage you to go back and Take a listen to that one. It was um, extra specially fun because it wasn't just me talking. So let's dive right in. This week's gift is a magnet from Quotable Magnets. And for this 27th week, I needed to pick up seven of these bad boys from the Hallmark store near me. Just a quick aside, I love a Hallmark store, and I was so excited to find that one had miraculously appeared in the plaza nearby. I had no idea it was even coming or anything. So, <laughs> like, what the heck? There's a Hallmark store here. So, if you have been listening to this podcast, you already know that I am obsessed with greeting cards and also with gift shops. So naturally, I love Hallmark stores. Granted, they're a bit more mainstream than some of the kookier local stores that I like to go to, but that's cool. There's totally room for all kinds. The more, the merrier when it comes to cards and gifts is what I always say. So I got these magnets from quotable magnets, as I mentioned, and it's called the Quotable Company, and their website is quotablecards.com. And they sell a whole host of items like cards, magnets, keychains, mugs, frames, candles, and so much more. One item that I saw on the website that I thought was very cute was a box of matches that says, you are a conductor of light which is a quote from Arthur Conan Doyle. So that was very cute. And this company sells the kind of items that would be just perfect for that certain someone. So if you like quotes or you like someone who likes quotes, you'll definitely want to check out their website or head on over to your local Walmart, not Walmart, Okay, maybe you should head over to your Walmart after you go to your local Hallmark store. <laughs> but anyway, go there the next time you need a gift. All right, back to these seven magnets that I purchased. They said, you rock, which is a quote attributed to no one. And they were for a special group of people who participated in a recording that I had to do for yet another new thing that I'm doing. I recently went to training to become an instructor for Les Mills, 
which is a fitness company, so that I can teach my very favorite fitness class of all time, Body Pump. I decided to become a fitness instructor completely on a whim when my gym announced that they needed more instructors for the class. And frankly, I was tired of having my class canceled or having it changed to something else because there weren't enough instructors to teach body pump. So they were looking for people and I said, hey, I'll do it. So (laughs) I've been taking this class for like 10 years First in New York, where we used to live, shout out to Mike Ortega's in Poughkeepsie, and then to my delight, they had it here when we moved. So I figured, I mean, I've been doing it for 10 years. How hard could it be? Well, the answer is, it's kind of hard. Back in April, I traveled to Richmond to take the initial training class. And once that was successfully completed, I had 60 days to record myself teaching a full class, start to finish, no stopping, and that had to be done in order to be certified. And the seven people who showed up to be my quote-unquote class were fellow instructors from the gym and also a couple of regular attendees. It was actually really high stress. I mean, imagine having to memorize 10 tracks, every muscle group of the body, choreographed to music. Every single cue had to be just right. There's certain things that you have to say that are, you know, very particular. And all of your form has to be perfect. It was, you know, it's pretty intense. It's a, an entire hour of a class that needs to be memorized. It's not just, you know, make up something that goes to the music as you go. No, it's very specific. So in the lead up to recording this certification video, the other instructors that are at the gym had been so helpful and encouraging. They let me co-teach during their classes And they included me in their big release day. And that's when the new routines come out from Les Mills each quarter. And they told me, we'll all be your class. It won't be full of strangers. We'll come to your recording. We will be your class. So that was a huge relief. And so the day finally came. And with it came an opportunity for me to give them a little gift of appreciation to all the people who showed up to support. And the magnets were just right because at around $5 a pop, they didn't break the bank and they were very appropriate because all of these women do completely rock. I feel like finding small gifts can be tough, especially for a group. When you have to get something for teachers or camp counselors, coaches, all of those people fit into this type of gift group, the small gift group. And you need something that's going to show appreciation and also give some value back to them for their time and dedication or whatever they do, but not something that's so valuable that you've spent hundreds of dollars by the time you've gotten all of them the gifts. 
gift cards tend to be the go-to because you can get $5 or $10 increments for certain places like coffee shops or food places, but they also seem kind of lame. Homemade things are nice, but unless you're really crafty or creative, it's hard to make something that the recipient can actually use or get some sort of benefit from. Things like mugs, candles, and ornaments are also really popular and nice, but they usually leave me thinking, how many mugs does this poor teacher have? Like, she is probably sick of them. Knowing that many teachers pay out of their own pockets for school supplies and room decorations or other enhancements to their classrooms makes me think that gift cards are the best way to go, but still, they seem kind of lacking in in that personal touch. I suppose a heartfelt note to go along with it could help, but still. Basically, for this group in particular, I needed a small gift that told this group that I appreciated their time and their willingness to help, but a gift card would have been super weird, especially since I don't know all of them all that well, so what kind of gift card would they like? I don't know. So the magnets turned out to be great. I put a short note on a tiny card and put each one of them in a teeny little gift bag. So hopefully the people that came felt like their effort was acknowledged and hopefully they felt really good about helping me out because they didn't have to. It was like a Friday evening. People have other things to do. And so it was very, very kind of them to show up. I verbally said thank you, obviously, to everyone, but taking the extra step and effort to give them that small token, I think really shows that I mean what I'm saying. And it helps me too. It makes me feel better because I'm one of those people that wonder or worry if I've said thank you enough or made it clear how much I appreciate something. And so giving this little gift made me not have to second guess or worry about that because I feel like my actions really showed that I was appreciative. So these people at my gym rock, the Hallmark store rocks, the quotable company rocks, and ultimately I rock because I did pass the video assessment and I am now a certified Les Mills body pump instructor in all my spare time. Now it's time for the donation of the week and it's a duplicate. Sorry, but I received some correspondence from the organization Direct Relief, which was the donation of the week in episode seven, straight up it's Valentine's week. And so I couldn't resist donating to them again and telling you a little bit more about that. So I heard from the manager of partnerships and philanthropy who told me that they were really excited about the podcast and that they could share it internally. And they also suggested that I tag them on social media. So I have, and I will do that again for this episode. They have some pretty strict 
external communication policies, as you would expect from a large multinational organization, but they were really supportive and kind about my project. I so appreciated hearing from their organization and from all the organizations that actually reach out and contact me about the donations that I'm making. Also, just getting general feedback about the podcast and the project. So that's why I decided to give to them again. Just because we've stopped hearing about the aftermath of the earthquakes in Turkey and Syria doesn't mean that the humanitarian crisis is over or that the important work of organizations like Direct Relief has finished. They still need support long after the media coverage has moved on. So big thanks to Samir Rai for reaching out to me with kind words, and because of that, I'm happy to make another donation to Direct Relief this week. Before I say goodbye, I have a couple more organization updates. This week, I also received a paper letter in the mail from the Arthritis Foundation, who was featured in last week's special halfway interview episode. So if you want to hear about the Arthritis Foundation, again, go back and check out that episode. I know it's long, but I feel like it's worth it. It's fun. It's good. And also, one of my favorite organizations, the Haywood Congregation, sent a handwritten note to me about the podcast and about my support for their organization. It's one thing to get a form letter and to make it onto an organization's mailing list, which is a total must. Like, I expect that if I make a donation, I'm going to get on your list and I'm going to get some sort of correspondence from you over the year, at least asking me for another gift. But to get also a handwritten note, I mean, I've gotten emails from them, but someone actually took the time to write me a note and say that they appreciated that, you know, I was talking about their their organization and that thank you for the support of their organization. That's really, really special. I know not every organization has the ability to spend the amount of time it takes to write handwritten notes, but there's no doubt that it is super special and appreciated when that happens. Over the last couple of years, I have received a handful of handwritten notes in response to donations or in response to some speaking engagements that I spoke at, conferences. You know, some people actually took the time after a conference to send me a note of thanks for the speech that I gave, the talk that I gave. And so when people do that, it's really showing that they are going above and beyond what is expected or what is customary or normal. Many people may have walked away from the talk thinking, oh, wow, that was really valuable and great, but they never actually take the time to say something directly to the person. So, you know, to write me something and send it in the mail is a very big gesture. 
And I know that handwritten notes are were probably more popular in the past. And now we have email and we have text and it's so much easier to do that. And don't get me wrong, all of those things are great. Like being in contact, sharing your appreciation, saying thanks, or just sharing information in any form is helpful and great. But that handwritten note, there's just something about it. I wish that I wrote more handwritten notes. I I admittedly don't, and but I do have to admit that I really appreciate it when I get them. So just think about that. If there are times in your organization or in your life when you can take the time to send a handwritten note for whatever the occasion may be, it's probably worth it. It's probably going to be worth it to the recipient who probably doesn't get much real mail. And certainly if they do, it's not a handwritten note of heartfelt thanks or some other kind of greeting um, or sentiment. So that's my two cents on handwritten notes. And I really appreciate everything that the Haywood congregation does especially in terms of their marketing and their communication. They have just really proven themselves to be top-notch, and it's an organization I would have never heard about probably if I hadn't been driving through Asheville, North Carolina. So that'll do it for this week's gifts. You rock magnets for my fitness friends and a donation to Direct Relief. Thanks for tuning in, and I hope you'll join me again next week for another fabulous round of gifts. See you next week. If you liked this episode, I thank you for giving it a shot, and I encourage you to share it with a friend. We can all use a little more positive content in our lives, eh? Also, subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcast or Spotify and leave a review. If you have questions or comments about this week's gifts, or if you have suggestions for future gift ideas or donations, I'd love to hear them. Email them to me at 52gifts at BernadetteMac.com. It's the number 52GIFTS at BernadetteMac.com. And be sure to check out the photos of each weekly gift at BernadetteMac.com forward slash 52gifts or on Instagram at 52giftspod. You can show your love for this podcast by heading on over to BernadetteMac.com forward slash 52gifts and become a supporter. And 52 Gifts is produced and hosted by Bernadette Mack. Our writer is Bernadette Mack, with research provided by Bernadette Mack. Our editor is Bernadette Mack. Social media support provided by, you guessed it, Bernadette Mack. See you next week.